to the Music Muse podcast. I am your host, Jessica. You don't need to know my last name. And today, I'm going to start off by talking about what I've been listening to, because I know that I get a lot of questions about Jessica. What do you really like to listen to? And I'll be like, person on Instagram who likes everything that I do. I will tell you what I'm listening to. Um, Flume actually came out with a great new song. Um, it's called... I'm not prepared. Uh, book. Uh, let You Know. And it's it's really it's really good. I like it a lot. Um, I'm very excited for Flume's new album. Hopefully that was going to come out because, I mean, he's dropping singles so you would hope that that would come with an album afterwards um and another thing that i also want to bring to light is i watched flume eat a booty hole at (laughs) at burning man and that was kind of a religious experience and i want to say to all you ass eaters out there you are (laughs) represented (laughs) It was fucking wild. I'm just like, I mean, I know that Burning Man's for those. I don't know who goes to Burning Man. It's you got to pay a fuck ton of money to be in a place that uses no fucking money that only barters. Like <laughs> that shit's wild, and I don't understand the concept. Um, but yeah, no, he was just living his life. He was just playing a stage off the side, and was some weird sex dungeony thing, and he was just eating some girl's booty hole. And I'm just like. This is so intriguing, and I just want everyone to know about it. Like, not to shame him, but to be like, you know what? This is this is natural. This is what the people want. You know what I mean? Like, why do we tie ourselves down into these weird... Why do we keep our sexual fantasies hidden? You know what I mean? Normalize it. Normalize eating ass and so everyone can enjoy it. Do I enjoy eating ass? Not really. Do I enjoy getting my ass eaten? Not really either. But you know what? I am here to defend the butts. Um, that was a really weird rant. But that new song was really, really good. I liked it a lot. I enjoyed it. Maybe maybe I'll enjoy getting my ass eaten while listening to it. You know, you never know. Like, you, I don't know. Like, I feel like it's 2019 and it's the time for anything now. You know what I mean? So, um, that's what I've been listening to. Okay. So now I want to get into what I actually want to be talking about, which is my firsts. Ooh, yeah. You're going to learn about some of my, Ooh, like my first time? Ooh, well, kind of. No, this is my musical first. So this is just a compilation of things and like, not a compilation. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. But it's a list of kind of somewhat musical firsts that I want to display to you guys. So, for example, the first CD that I bought, um, which was Oops, I Did It Again by... Britney Spears. Uh, I stole it from my aunt when I was in like fifth grade. I was probably too fucking young to be listening to that. Um, but it's fine. Like it, it was, it was good. It was like the first time that I felt like, like feminine, sexy, like, oops, I did it again. I 
play with your heart. Got lost in the game. And I'm in my bedroom just like shaking my body around, being all like thinking that I'm sexy Britney and wearing like wrapping myself in saran wrap to be like mimicking the that red fucking outfit she wore in the music video. Like in wait, fuck, what music video was that? That was an oops, I did it again. It was another iconic. Was it toxic? No, toxic was toxic was when she was on that fucking plane. Ah, uh, fuck. Was oops, I did it again when she was a schoolgirl. Music video. Oh my god, why don't I fucking? That was hit me, baby, one more time. Oops, I did it. No, oops, I did it again. Was the red was the red jumpsuit shit? Yes, I remember that now. Yeah, fucking, I remember Saran wrapping my goddamn body. Thank you, thank you, my fine producer over here. Graham Zima for sitting here watching me talk about fucking nonsense and shake his head. So every time I laugh, Graham is either laughing or shaking his head. And you can guess which one it is. Sometimes it's both. So woo. so anyway, that's my that's my musical first. Um, so I'll be talking about that. So my first record. So the first vinyl that I had ever gotten ever um was actually the violent femmes first self-titled album um which i loved it got me into post-punk um i wrote a whole paper about it in college about milwaukee post-punk scene um and it's it was my stepdad's favorite band i thought he was so cool i fir- at first i thought he was kind of like this uptight jockey narc type ass. I was like, I don't trust you. And I, I love my stepdad now, but when I was a rebellious teenager, I was like, fuck you, I'm not going to listen to you. But then I was like, oh my God, he like he likes the femmes. I'm like, that's actually really cool. And then he's just like, he started to sing, he started singing Add It Up. And I'm just like, mm, I'm going to have to stop you right there, Pop. I don't really want to, I don't really want to hear you sing. Um, why can't I just get... Why, why can't I get one more screw? I, I, I really don't want you to fucking... I don't want to listen to it. But that was badass. So that kind of like made me bond with him. So I stole that record from him. And now I have it. And it's my favorite prized possession that I own in my house. And it's up on my wall currently. Um, First concert? My first concert that I went to was Michael Boublier. Michael Boublier. And he was uh, singing... I was like, I think I was like 13 or 14 and it was in Indiana. Um, the, that's where the Pacers play, I'm pretty sure, I think. Um, it was great. It was a great time. It was my, with my dad's girlfriend at the time and she hated me because uh, one, she hated my dad and two, I sound and act like my dad. So she fucking hated me. <laughs> um, so this concert was awkward, but it was incredible. He has a voice like a goddamn angel and he knows how to woo the ladies with um, like his Christmas ballads and fuck, what's Michael, Michael, Blue Blay, Blue Blay song. I Bubble. His name is spelled Michael Bubble. Oh no, there's not two B, two B's, but Michael. Oh, with the little notch over the thingy. Um, he doesn't come out with a lot of music anymore. He kind of like disappeared off the face of the planet. But that's that one fucking song that I loved. Um, God, because well, every I've bought every single Christmas album that he's ever put out ever in my entire life. Because he just has the voice of an angel. You know what? We take for granted the crooners. Haven't met you yet. Just haven't met you yet. And oh, um, 
everything. Oh my god, that song like gets me going. Michael Bublé like knew how to like make me feel like some sort of way. Also, he swore a lot, so I think that's why I also swear a lot because you had the voice of an angel, mouth of a sailor. Um, okay, sorry. Moving on. Songs that I played. Song that I played during my first time. Um, that I actually do not know. I don't remember that actually, but I do remember the band. Uh, I think it was a band called Violent Soho. Um, and I wish I could, if I could, I would insert, um, one of their songs right now. This is not a typical song that you would probably want to get fucking down to because it's a lot of, it's like, it's like noise music a little bit. Um, but the guy seeing not, not the greatest choice of, uh, person that I saw on my first time so um you know what I'm gonna just pause the podcast right now go listen to Violent Soho think about doing it while you're listening to it and then come back with your opinions on how my first time went and (laughs) you will you will understand um fuck okay so next okay first playlist I created see what the first playlist I ever created on Spotify was jeez um I don't let's I don't remember what the first one uh these were all by Spotify. These were all by Spotify. Where's my first one that I ever made? Cause now that I have now I have like sixty billion playlists because I need a some weird OCD and I need to like compartmentalize my entire life. So everything needs a playlist to be so I don't fucking lose my brain oh it's a it's called weird and what's on this playlist is it actually weird oh jerry paper everything is shitty classic song the song goes everything is shitty classic i love it and it makes me feel shitty when i'm feeling shitty which actually makes me feel better um Birds Don't Sing by TV Girl is also on that playlist. Nothing Lasts Forever by Conan Moccasin. Great. He's very weird. He sounds like a weird wizard. Oh, and then Wizard Staff by Wampire. So that was my first, and there's four songs on it. This first playlist that I ever made on Spotify. Um, you should follow it. It's fucking weird. You'll see, find some really cool shit on it. Um, but that was that. Uh, the first song I knew all the words to... That is Million Dollars by Bare Naked Ladies. If I had a million dollars, I had a I had a really I loved Bare Naked Ladies. That was the first that was uh the first album I remember singing with the, in the car with like my mom and my stepdad and that like we loved singing like about if I had like it, it's such a dad song. You know what I mean? Like oh, I think I've talked about this. Have I fucking talked about this before? I feel like I've talked about this before. It's like such a dad song. It has like dad jokes in it. Like I would buy you some art, a Picasso or a Garfunkel. <laughs> God, that song fucked so hard, but I loved it. And I know all the words to it. It's a classic. Um, okay. So first festival was my first music festival that I had ever been to. Um, it was the Basilica Block Party. In up in Minneapolis, and they 
had it was like the first time I had seen Walk the Moon and it was incredible. I felt like it was the first time I was like ever free to like do anything. And I'm so sad that I don't remember a lot of the other I think Small Pools was also playing. Small Pools played before and then it was um Walk the Moon. I remember that was like the first time being free and like being out there and young. But now I also look back and there was probably a lot of older people who are looking at me and being like, you f- so fucking annoying. You're so tiny. And why are there all 15 year olds here? Like, what the shit? Um, because that is now me at music festivals because I'm old and crotchety and being like, where did all these 15 year olds come from? Um, I can't date myself too much, but like, whatever, it's fine. Um, but that was my first music festival. Shout out to all the friends back up in the Minneapolis area. They still have it. Fucking great festival. Um, the first instrument I, I first instrument I played was actually the cello. I was a cellist when I was younger, um, and I knew how to play the uh, Olympic theme on it the cello part of the olympic theme which was like bomb 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 it's like four notes but i was like i know how to play the olympic theme and i know how to play the star spangled banner and i knew how to play um hot cross buttons and that was the extent to my cellist playing um and this was also when i was like in fifth grade and it was a great time it was dope um let's see my first musical crush (gasps) my first musical crush male musical crush was Ringo Starr. I have no fucking idea why. Maybe it was the nose. Maybe it was the the lazy way he said British words. But like, God damn, I was so into Ringo. And once my dad was just like, you know, he's like 60, right? I was like, what? Because he would, my dad showed me like all the like help and Hard Day's Night. And I would be, I was so in love with Ringo because he like wore rings. He was like goofy. And I don't know why I found him so attractive and maybe led to my choice in men these days. But he was like goofy looking and a pretty good drummer. Just, I mean, he still he still played drums in the Beatles. But at the same time, we can have this fight. Wasn't even the best drummer in the Beatles. Anyway, but I don't know why I was so in love with him. He just, he just said something to me and made me feel the tingle that no one else did but then I mean but then like I grew up and I was just like fuck George Harrison's like the shit whatever um but he was like my first musical crush the first radio station that I ever listened to methodically was The Current so that was kind of so if you know 88.9 in Milwaukee The Current's kind of the more hipster version of 88.9. Like, 88.9 is kind of, like, jean jackets and, like, Doc Martin-esque and beanies, where 88.9 is full-on, like, flannel, long beards, folky, alternative shit. Like, there's some stuff that the current plays that I just won't list... I won't I I I won't not listen to it but sometimes I'm just like I will switch to the next station because I'm just like ah, I don't want to really listen to this like 5 minute violin piece or this I don't know something about the current I just didn't I don't like as much as 889 which is I love them equally but for different things 
My love is equal, but the way I love them is different. There we go. That was perfect. Um, but okay. Shit. Oh man, okay, I'm running out of time. Um, my last first is my first musical girl crush. And this is very important to me because she's the one who actually helped me with my sexuality and kind of discovering it. And it's not any surprise, but it was pre-Bangers Miley Cyrus. I loved Miley Cyrus and I, I talk about her a lot because I love her, but like Hannah Montana, Miley Cyrus, like I was super into and I never really said anything to anyone about it and like no one knew. And then like she came out as bi and I was like, oh, fuck, cool. That's like, I mean, she's kind of like me now. Like that's that's awesome. Kind of seeing that representation. I don't I don't know. I don't know if she's like the best by represent the the greatest by representation I could have had there's probably a lot other there's probably other artists that are out there that I probably should be like leaning towards but um like another another artist that helped me kind of discover that was like Julia Nunes she was a ukulele player um and she's gay and she had this one song called make out and it just had a bunch of like couples making out and they had like, like lesbian couples making out and straight couples making out. And it was the first time I was like, fuck, like I'm kind of, this is like, we're like, this is the representation I needed. Like, this is like super cool. And this was on YouTube when I was like, like 14 still being like, wow, what's kissing? Like, Oh, girls are a thing. Like, that's awesome. And no one really, I never, and I never told anyone, I still haven't told a couple people um, that I'm friends with now, like in college. So, well, this is a surprise. <laughs> um, anyway, but yeah, so Miley Cyrus, first crush, the first, she kind of opened the sexual awakening in me as Hannah Montana. I love that fucking wig. Um but yeah, so that was short and sweet. That's all I've got to talk about today. I hope that kept you intrigued. I have a lot more ramblings that I want to talk about. And thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to me babble. Okay, bye.